Hello and welcome to Empower to Empower Others Radio Show. This is your host, Valerie Morell, and I'm excited that you're with me today. We're going to share with you a word of encouragement, a word of empowerment, a word to motivate you to live your best life now. We want you to live life purposely. So get ready, get ready, get ready to receive all that we have for you today on Empower to Empower Others. Greetings to each of you, and thank you so much for joining Empower to Empower Others. I am Apostle Valerie Borella, and I am grateful, grateful, most thankful to God for this opportunity to come and share a word to encourage. <laughs> oh, my Lord, a word to encourage and uplift the body of Christ on this day. Whoo! Excitement. Just I'm just excited. I can't I can't express it enough how excited I am about who God is in my life, what God is doing, and how we are experiencing the manifestation of God's power in the land. Um for some like it's never been seen before. A topic tonight, today, depending on where you are, what what area of this world you're in. Our topic today is Revival Begins With Me. Revival Begins With Me. I like movies with happy endings, generally. And I can recall some years ago watching Sister Act with Whoopi Goldberg and Sister Act 2, which has a storyline where She went back to help these children who were in a Catholic school that was possibly losing their funds, and she used her gift and talent of music to aid them in keeping the doors open, and she helped them to form a choir. Some came part of that choir reluctantly, some full-fledged, but they got to the end of the movie, and they were in a competition against choirs from other schools. And one choir came out. They were not a very large choir. And they sang a song that says, Lord, send a revival. Lord, send a revival. Lord, send a revival and let it begin in me. Lord, send a revival. And I probably heard that song sang a different way earlier on in life and, you know, can't place it, can't remember everything about it, but something about those lyrics, Lord, send a revival and let it begin in me that stayed with me. It stayed with me. For those who are watching the news or listening to the news, Lately in this region, there's been a particular Christian college that has experienced revival, where they started a worship setting during chapel, and people began to just worship the Lord. They began to surrender to his will. 
there was movement, movement, there was love, there was expression, there was so much in that space and place that when it was time for chapel to end, it didn't. Last I heard, chapel was still going forward, and people were coming from all over the world to be a part of this experience called Revival at this college. Now, mind you, that drive for me, if I felt led to go or if I were instructed by the Lord to go, is only a five-hour drive. I drive that anytime going to see my children. But I have not been led to go. Because the Spirit of the Lord said, Revival, Valerie, begins with you. It begins in you. And it begins in you to those who are listening. It begins in you to those who may listen later. Revival begins in us. We're going to go to Acts chapter 2. Yeah, Acts chapter 2. Starting at verse 36 through 47. That indicates certain signs of revival that really characterize what it is that God wants to do. Because truly revival comes to aid us as a body of believers. Us renewed, refreshed, revived also allowing us to repent for anything that we've done that was contrary to God's plan. So again, Acts chapter 2, starting at verse 36, reads this way. Therefore, let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart. And said to Peter and the other apostles, brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children and for all who are Far off for all whom the Lord our God will call. With many other words he warned them and he pleaded with them. Save yourself from this corrupt generation. Those who accepted his message were baptized, and about 3,000 were added to the number that day. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together, and they had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. My God. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. 
And that, again, is Acts chapter 2, verses 36 through 47 in the NIV. Whew! That blesses my heart to almost tears. During our Seeking Truth earlier today, we were talking about how many people are seeking things from God, wanting things from God, desiring, because he said he'll give you the desires of your heart, desiring things of the Lord. And some of it hadn't happened because we we just had not been thanking God. We had not been giving him his praise that, that was due to him. And because of it, there's some things that hadn't been released. But one thing that I shared with the group during our session earlier is that like Ashbury University in Kentucky, a few other places I've seen, Uganda, they said revival is breaking out in Uganda. We bless God for that. But the movement that we're experiencing, I shared with our group that that same movement is happening in empowerment place ministries. And somebody might say, well, I don't know anything about empowerment place ministries. I don't, you all don't have a big church and you don't have a lot of people. And no, we don't have, we don't have that. But what we do have is those characteristics and signs of revival that are present that we see in these scriptures in Acts chapter 2, verses 36 through 47. And you say, okay, Val, well, talk to me. What is it, Apostle, you're saying regarding the revival being in us? Revival happens when there is an emphasis on Christ. We see in Acts 2, he said, you got to get to know Jesus, the Lord and Messiah of your life. When we prioritize Christ, when we prioritize Christ in our lives, then we are moving towards the place of revival. Now, it's not just one or two things. There's several things that are expressed to us in Acts 2, 36 through 47, but I'm going to share a few of those with you that I am seeing. I am seeing where I am and what I'm doing and the people that are attached to me. I am seeing revival. I'm seeing the revival. Repentance is taking place. We see that in chapter 2, verse 42. Verse 42 says, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. I'm seeing that. We're experiencing that. We're, we're now seeing and hearing my sons and daughters talk about their conviction. And their desire to be hungry and thirsty after the word of God, after the power of God, after the spirit of God. And they now recognize that what I used to do, I no longer desire to do. I am leaning and depending on Jesus, the author and finisher of my faith. And I'm moving in a direction that's pleasing to God. Oh, and I gave you the wrong ones. Repentance is 37 and 38. I got ahead of myself. Lord have mercy. 37, when the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other brothers, what shall we do? And he replied, repent and be baptized. We're experiencing that. The passion for prayer is where we find 242, where the people were praying together daily. When we 
are hungry and thirsty after righteousness sake in seeking God early with prayer and fellowshipping one with another, breaking bread together with like-minded brothers and sisters in Christ and all growing together. I'm telling you, those are signs that revival is happening. Hungry for the word. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Some things we're recognizing will only come through fasting and praying. Some things we know that we have to trust God when trust the word of God and lean not to our own understanding, but receive the word when revival comes. People, when revival is on the way, people want more of the scriptures, more of the sound doctrine of the teaching. And they expose themselves to more truth. I'm telling y'all, I'm seeing it. When I have young people who are in groups where they're studying the word of God, where they're writing their own commentaries, where they're expressing and they're recalling scriptures. Well, isn't that in Samuel? Well, I read in Psalms. They're all over the word, navigating the word. And these are young people hungry and thirsty after God. My brothers and sisters, I'm saying this to you again. Revival begins with me. It begins with you. It begins with each of us having a personal relationship with Christ, doing those things that are pleasing unto him, and then him doing a work in and through us for the world to see. You'll see more people come to Christ. You'll see more people come to Christ. Why? Because their burdens are being lifted. Because they are recognizing the error of their way, and they find that they cannot lean to their own understanding, that they have to lean and depend on Jesus, that they have to be led by the Spirit of God in all things, and that's what's going to keep them. When we see people desiring to be in God's presence, I'm telling you, we will start seeing larger groups of people and more movement and more of the sound. Oh God, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I'm hearing a sound, even in our conversations, that that make me know who God is all the more. It makes me appreciate what God is doing all the more. It makes me hungry even the more to be in his presence and to be about his business. I'm telling you, my brothers and sisters, the hour is now that people are really saying, God, what is it what, what is it that you want me to do? What is it that you want for me? I want to do your will daily. I want to do your will. If it's me carrying the gospel, then I'll carry the gospel. God, if it's me working in the barbershop, I'll work in the barbershop. God, if it's me working in the hospital, I'll do it wherever you need me. In the schools, I'll go wherever you need me. I'll do it. I want to answer the call. Again, during our call today earlier, I told everybody, I called everybody a minister. And they, I know they were making faces like, what is she talking about? Why is she calling me a minister? I'm new to this walk. I'm just learning who God is. But I reminded them that as believers, as those who are saved, we're ministers of reconciliation. God can use each and every one of us to use, use us to bring forth the light of Christ, 
that others may see through us just how good God is. Moving in the direction of seeing greater revival in the earth requires each of us to desire revival in our own relationship, revival in our hearts, revival in our mind, revival in our prayer. And we can see some things happen. Whoo! We can see some things happen. Y'all, I'm telling you, when we pray together, when we're seeking God, God who's sovereign, <laughs> God who's for, for God that's forgiving, when we do these things, when we do these things, we can start seeing greater change. When I looked up um revival in the Bible, I found few several scriptures actually, several scriptures. And some of these were scriptures that I've held on to. And I'll share with you. Ooh, God, thank you. Psalm 85, 6. Will you not revive us again that your people may rejoice in you? And I'm saying, I'm sure God is saying, well, of course I will. I want my people to rejoice in me every day. And once you start uh, spending time with me, trusting me, praying, fasting, living what the word says, you'll start seeing it. I'll revive you again. Psalm 80, 19. Restore us, O Lord, God of hosts. Let your face shine that we may be saved. It's happening, my brothers and sisters. Second Chronicles 4.17. If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then I'll do it. I'll do it. Oh, God, thank you for doing it. Thank you for doing it. Can we tell the Lord, thank you for doing it? He said, I'll heal your land. I'll forgive your sin, and then I'll heal their land. If my people, people is the multitude, but it starts first with that person. It first starts with you. It first starts with me, each one of us doing what's needed in order to align our lives with God's plan. For some of us, there's some behaviors that have gotten the way. There's some thoughts that have gotten the way. And God is saying, if you're desiring the change, if you want to experience 
the move of God like never before. Recognize that you are a vessel that revival can begin with. God is wanting humility from you. He wants you praying. He wants you to seek his faith, which means he wants you in in his word, his word that is alive, his word that can give you life. He wants us to turn, you, us. He wants us to turn from our wicked ways. And somebody might say, well, Apostle Val, I'm not wicked. Maybe your acts are not wicked, but maybe your thoughts are. Maybe the treatment that you have for a particular person may be a little wicked. Maybe your thoughts about someone from your past may still be a little wicked. And the Father is saying, turn from your wicked ways, all of them, past and present, and then endeavor to stay away from the wicked ways faithful to the plan that God has for you. And then he said, I hear you. And the thing I love about it, and when I think when I think about that passage of scripture, is that I know that God hears me anyway. But I think when he says right there, I'll hear you, hear you, I think he's saying right there that he'll hear you and pay attention to what you're saying. Because while we're shucking and driving, trying to do everything the world is doing, and then come to God, without clean hands and a pure heart and, and give him our honey-do list, he hear you, but he'd be like, yeah, whatever, go ahead, because I can't I can't bless you in, in your disobedience. I can't do that. I have grace and mercy on you, but if you want what I have for you, then I need you to align your life with my plan. Turn from your wicked ways. And then... I'll hear you. Not only will I hear you, I'll respond to you. I will respond to you. The Lord said, I'll respond to you. I'll respond. And you'll start experiencing revival happening in you. Oh, Lord, I thank you. Oh, uh, I'm going back to Acts 2, verse 41. It says, those who accepted his message were baptized, and about 3,000 were added to their number that day. They accepted the message. They accepted the messengers. They received the gift of the Holy Spirit that came from salvation when they received Jesus as Lord and Savior of their lives. They took they took heed to the apostles' teaching and to fellowshipping, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles, all the believers were together and had everything in common. No isms, no schisms, no cliques, no hierarchy. 
Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs. All the believers were together and had everything in common. Are you in a place where there's commonality? Where no big I's and little U's? But we're all a part of the body of Christ, all endeavoring to do the work of the kingdom, all desiring to make God proud, all desiring peace and love and forgiveness, all desiring to please God, to take care of each other, to help others meet needs. Verse 45 said, they sold property and possession to give to anyone who had a need. When I tell you that we have that in Empowerment Place Ministries, we had a conversation today where we're preparing to bless some children in Uganda to help them further their education. And someone said, oh, you didn't ask me? I make money too. Not even that they have to sell anything. They recognize that they are blessed and now they are blessed to be a blessing to help someone else in need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple's courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. My brothers and sisters, revival is happening in me. Revival is happening in Empowerment Place Ministries. Revival is happening in the hearts of those that believe for doing the work according to God's plan. And my assignment for this segment was to ask you to please open your eyes Open your heart and open your spirit to see what it is the Spirit of God is doing for you and through you. He's saying to his people on today, revival is taking place. We've heard time and time people say, we are in the last days, the last days, the last days. We're closer to the last days every day that we're here. And I won't say that this is the last, I don't know, but I do know this, that God is moving, that there is a hunger and thirst for righteousness sake greater than what I've ever experienced in my time in ministry. I'm seeing change happen in the lives of young people who are really hungry after God. And those things indicate to me That revival begins in us. And when we come together with all things in common and allow the Spirit of God to take rest in us, woo! Take rest in us. Have your way, Holy Governor. Have your way. Do what you want to do. Lord, send a revival. Lord, send a revival. Lord, send a revival and let it begin in me. That should be our cry. That should be our call. 
that as the Spirit of God is moving through this earth, we should also invite him into our hearts, into our minds, into our being, and ask him to please align us so that we can also be a part of this move of God where revival is in the land. I thank you so much for joining us this week. I pray that this message has been a blessing to you as much as it has been to me. If you want to learn more about our ministry, go to theempowermentplace.org, theempowermentplace.org to learn more about us. We love you here. If you have prayer requests, please know that you can send those and we will intercede on your behalf. Always know that you, my brother and sister, are the key to your own empowerment. Use the word of God. Use the spirit of God. Be led in all things and glorify God. We love you. Until next time.